Hello and welcome back to Ayahuasca Assisted Therapy Podcast. I'm, I'm Nina Itzel and I'm here today with Edgar Esparza and I'm so happy to have this connection. We just met not so long ago. <clears throat> And we are very aligned, you know, um, in something. So, and, and he has a very nice project in the making that we wanted to share through this podcast. And of course, as is always, I'm so interested in people's stories and how they, you know, come across with the medicine. And especially somebody who comes from this culture and it's not European or American, but was kind of born into it. So welcome, Edgar. Nice to have you here. Thank you so Thank much. You so much. And uh, yeah, let's just start with, um, you know, introducing yourself a little in terms of, I know you, are, you're, you were born in Mexico City and uh, a little bit about your childhood and your uh, heritage in terms of, you know, your lineages and that kind of things. Yeah, well, my name, as you say, my name is Edgar Esparza. I'm born in Mexico City. Um, my elders, or I mean, my grandparents are from Puebla, Puebla uh, from the indigenous group called Zapotecas. Uh, they are originally from different states of Mexico, but my grandparents born in Puebla and is how they um, grow. And um, it's interesting, the history, I connect with all this spiritual quest but i didn't i couldn't have the chance to uh, meet my grandparents in specific the that he was a straight line of a zapotec priest or something was my grandma was telling me when i was a kid unfortunately my my grand my grandparent died uh, years ago before I born and then that makes me feel like I lost some period of my life because my appearance is um, very uh, native from here I have a brother that looks like more Spain from the family of my dad and then when I was growing and my grandma was sharing with me a lot of histories of my grandparent, I felt like um, something was empty inside of me, like who I am, why I have experience, or even had none of stuff. And then I started to educate myself, uh, assisting in Mexico City, you can find a lot of places where you can find info about native culture like Mexicas, Aztecs uh, and other tribes, and that, and when I started to looking for that, um, I still didn't find my identity, and then it was very hard growing that, in that sense. But in but someday I made a group of friends who invited me to assist a ceremony in the desert, and I went. That was my first time. I went to the desert. And I eat the, or I consecrate the hikuri in called peyote too. And that was my first um, connection in the spiritual way that I was looking for. And then in that ceremony, I felt 
how to investigate more about myself and my ancestors. And one day, another friend uh, asked me to go to ceremony with medicine. I didn't was sure which kind of medicine he was talking about, but I went because I will start my spiritual and identity quest. And when I arrived, it was ayahuasca ceremony and I was like uh, very surprised because I was looking for another way like info books uh, try to contact some of family of my elders but it was a little uh, difficult to find it because the, the, the time has passed people has moved changed uh, some, uh, some of them died and it was a little tricky to try to find my roots but when I drink the first time ayahuasca, it was other level of consciousness to bring to me and I helped me to remember who I was and told me like the, it, your identity is not how you look. The identity is what you have in your consciousness, respecting the life, respecting all levels of people, it doesn't matter who they are, they are in the same quest like you are, but everyone have their own experience of life. And then after learning that conscious or high consciousness that I can say, bring to me that identity is not a custom it's, it's important the custom because everything have a symbol but the main symbol is your heart your mind and all your spiritual being that i was based on that i feel more connected to my roots because now i start to understand the nature the spirit of the nature the spirit of the plant like understand everything is connected and doesn't matter where you can go, you still connect with everything. Even the stars, the moon, the sun, everything is connected inside of us. And then I keep moving forward in this line and I start to study more in the consciousness, in, in the medicine, and I start to remember the memories of my ancestors in that little piece or little bites my grandma's um like, like a seed on like the she, she told me my grand my grandparent have a i don't know how you say in english but it's like stick of power when you receive a certain ceremony to can talk and make uh, like a council to the people or the community and then you have a charge a spiritual charge then small ideas like like um, um, to how find it, and then I start to looking for elders, and I start to drink uh, ayahuasca with elders with uh, different paths. It was like ayahuasca traditions from from Brazil, uh, other line called Santo Daime, or to my inner develop differently was the ayahuasca to to help me to find my own identity in my conscious it was like a 
language is important, symbols are important, but it doesn't matter how info you can absorb it if you have the consciousness to respect all the representation of life. And then when I start to study with the elders, they I bring more, um, my consciousness start to grow. And then that I think that is the main point of the ayahuasca, like going in a highest conscious to understand how the life works and you can um, understand in your own way. It doesn't, I learned that it doesn't exist in a specific way. It's your own way because in your own path, you are your own being and you have your own way to understand the life ar around you. But with the medicine, help us or the ayahuasca help us to um, going deeper into the meaning of life or the life is the meaning is how I understand. And then when, when it, I, it's something tricky to because we have some kind of levels also in, of language. We have like a base language, like the um, Sanskrit and that is the main source and we in Mexico we have different levels and then when you understand the level of language an elder told me the language was created to spiritual communication in the beginning of the of the Mayan language the legend said the Maya Mayan language was created to spiritual connection unfortunately that language that primal languages has been lost because nobody could recording or translate it's just little pieces and then when you say tree in spanish or any other language you can see like oh trees uh it's, it's branch leaves and things like that but when you say in native language i will put the example of papalotl is is butterfly in in nahuatl but you don't say paparotl like um, wings and it's an insect you see paparotl is a being delicate uh, with a specific task in the nature that we need to respect then when we say words in a primal language how more powerful is why all our native cultures have thousands of, of legends and myths about if there was uh, levitation or, you know, that kind of legends about the great things our native cultures was doing in the past. Because they used the vibration of each word and talking in a deep meaning connected with the cosmos. And that is like a, a like a huge tool, but have sense when you work with sounds, you work with vibration, and the vibration have an effect to manifest things in a reality. And then that is knowledge when you can access with the medicine plant. When we don't, when we when we don't burn, yeah, when we don't burn in a native community. And we are like a foreigner 
for native communities, even me, because I grew in a city and was hard for me to, it's why, it's, it's why it was hard to find my identity into the city, because city is just like detached from the nature. Everything is concrete, buildings, electricity, cars, contamination, and blah, blah, blah. And when you go to the nature and you observe and you can sit and, and contemplate with the medicine, it's totally different experience because we can access in a different way what we can do in the normal life. And it is quite funny for me was a big, um, um, like a like big, big, not just, not a, just medicine, a medicine, a deeper way to understand this. Uh, life are surrounding about around us but the main the main task it was find my identity as um, who lost the connection because i didn't meet my family as i would like to be and thousands and millions of people are in the same situation like me we have different uh lines and it's why it's important sometimes like a little bit of well it's not a little bit but a huge step using the like the ayahuasca thank you so you know when did when when you grew up did you get any religious education because i know that a lot of people go to church and stuff like that like how was your family like or you you did you have any spirituality at all because for example, where I come from, I didn't have any spirituality. For me, understanding that you are not just your physical body, I never even heard about it because it was not my culture and tradition. So I'm curious, like, what was the influences that, that you get in your childhood? And were you aware even when you were like a teenager or something that, oh, these traditions exist in Mexico and the plants exist? And was that part of your reality or this is something that was new to you as well as you went into your self-discovery and searched out these things oh uh, wow um family was 100 percent catholic not in the extreme sense but i went different times with my family when i was uh, like from zero to six years i guess to the churches but i always getting uh bored yeah like uh, just don't have any sense to me watch a person like mountain in a cross with full of blood and i was like, you know, like people say he's a uh, um a jesus but the two 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 bloody scenes like in the churches that don't make me any sense and then i i never liked that i i went in the churches and just to see a person in the cross with blood and all around it was too tragic and i don't i never understand why people go to pray to a guy who was suffering after i understand suppose he was suffering for us and i start to understand something we have in Latin America, maybe in other parts of the world, of course, called 
syncretism, and it's when native culture mixed with a new culture in in different levels. In that level, it was like religion, and then I I I didn't was Catholic. I never considered Catholic, but my family it was. All my family was Catholic except the new generation, like like me. Neither my my oldest brother, he he didn't was like Catholic. But when we when we when I grew and I start like um, the symbolism of a cross, it was different levels of meaning. But in the sense, I think the influence of the Catholicists start to figure it out what is a pray, because a lot of people I saw we have different pilgrims in Mexico about churches. In a specific, the 12th of December, when millions of people go to Mexico City to the Basilica to visit the Virgin of Guadalupe, then some people can literally um, um, walking with their knees for long, long, long distance can be like five kilometers. 10 kilometers just with their knees. And when they arrive to the main altar of the, of the Basilica of Guadalupe in Mexico City, their knees are blood, have serious injuries. And then that fate makes me curious what is a prey, what is we call in Mexico rezo. And that prey, what makes a people do that? Like what is inside of us like make us to a huge task to damage our body, like in the cross, with Jesus in the cross, damage their body and why people need to manifest that in their own life. Do this suffering help us to manifest good things? And that makes me like go deeper and deeper and deeper questions. And then, yeah, that was my influence to understand the power of the language when we use in a spiritual way if we put that faith in a different perspective to respect us, because you know, like the airplane, you first put your own mask or help other people to put their, their mask. And then, um, I don't know if, if that sense, but it's like, if you pray for something, it's not good for you, like damage your body, and after you need to taking care of your 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 scratches from your knees, and adding more care and care and care, and it's like I I was lost on that since I was a kid because my my mom taking me to see that and visit the basilic and some connection. This is the interesting. When I went to the, to the Basilica of Guadalupe in Mexico when I was a kid, also was like dancer, Aztec dancer, in a huge community of uh, spiritual indigenous people. And this is the magic with I can put the synchronies. We have our mom, native mom, like uh, um, Tonantzin, and the representation of Huatlico and different gods representation but when this the Spanish people try to impose the virgin 
the base of the virgin, it was our God of the Mother Earth. And when the dancer to the this huge church called Basilica, they go to dance for our ancestor, represented in the new uh, representation of the feminine energy, like is uh, Virgen de Guadalupe. And then in the base of that virgin is the divinity of our ancestor. And then when they go to dance, they dance to our primal energy. This is the feminine energy, the creation, Cuatlicue, Pachamama, or doesn't matter the name, they go to dance for the feminine energy to have the power to create life. And then that is some interesting when you go and you move any kind of names, doesn't matter which language is Spanish, is a virgin, is this of that. They, we, I understand that. And then is why sometimes it's important can read the symbolism in, in a lot of places because even in the architecture of the, in Mexico, like it's a mix between Spain, but have symbolism of uh, um, Muslim of the Midwest or from, you know, that Spain and Arabian people, they also create a mix that became to Mexico and that plus to native um, culture here. And then when you can read symbols and you go deep and you see the churches and you go see it, you, you can see how humanity has created some kind of um, um, union of fusion between our old cultures and even and when we when uh, all that kind of symbolism since I was a kid like the prayer the cross my influence of Catholicism I went to do the first uh, even I don't remember how copper is that the first communion in Mexico is how we call like you consecrate by first time the blood of of the body of, of Jesus or something like that and then you also can do it in a different ways when you start to understand in a deep way all the influence we have around us in the different um, influence the different religions countries beliefs and that was my about um, this part of the question yeah thank you Hold on for one sec because it's really noisy. All right, so um, you said that, that the plants, you know, and this this path of self-discovery with with indigenous wisdom helped you to find your identity. So, what would you say if somebody asks you, "Who are you?" You know, how would you define yourself? What what, what did you find through that search? You know, about your identity. Okay, so how would you define yourself if somebody asks, who are you? What is your identity like? And, and you said the plants help you to, to define you, to find your identity and to remember who you are. So who are you? Can you tell us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm my ancestors. I'm alive, I manifest of God, represented by duality, we call Ometeotl, feminine energy, energy, 
and I'm just a manifestation of my ancestors, and I'm life. I'm. This why is very interesting your question because the Teotihuacan is a very important city in uh, for ancestors in Mexico. Teotihuacan have a pyramid of the sun and pyramid of, of the moon, but it's called like that the city where the man becomes God. And when somebody asks me, I can say I'm God, not because I'm I'm God. It's just a representing representation of life and manifesting the connection of everything to be here and share I'm I'm life. That's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, you are working right now in an amazing project, you know, to 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 help other people to to be able to access, you know, these kind of experiences that you went through. So um, it's called Spirit Quest. So tell a little bit about that, that what is this about and how it came about and why you feel so passionate about this and what kind of people um, is this for, you know, who is this for, this, this beautiful uh, venture? Sure. The project called um, StarQuest. StarQuest um, became the idea because after my experience and years to traveling, it's really not easy to find a safe place to can consecrate medicine because even though I know it's uh, a lot of people receive the initiation to can share, you still need to understand the primal sours of all of this because it's very difficult to people absorbing in one year all the cosmology of all sacred medicines. And then we still need the assistance of the elders to can reach the level they have. And then the best way to absorbing all the, that knowledge is as I started, I traveled for more than 15 years all around my country. I think a, a little bit more, but I, I don't want to, to put more, but I think like a little bit more than 15 years traveling since I started. I started when I was a kid assisting to to how our native people made food. And even though it's no it, it wasn't like um conscious about what they are doing, it's just a very collective memories when the man was doing some tasks like working with the fire, preparing the fire, uh, going to, to pick up the wood, ask for permission for find the wood. And the woman did the delicate work to prepare the ingredients, even they have a specific way to move the, 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 the food or the meals, you go in, in, in direction, have a meaning, go to the other direction, have another meaning, May a cross in the middle of the pan have a meaning when you speaking, when you cooking, you expressing vibration. That vibration will going to absorb for the meals, and then some kind of way just 
keep in my mind and I just, oh, now I understand why my, with these people was doing that and how people was doing other tasks. And then have a beginning and, and curious to understand that. Then the second stage was when I start with the medicine, but I always consecrate with elders. If I was do like a peyote, it was with with uh, maracames. Is a healer. We in Mexico, we 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 really don't have shamans. Shamans is from from uh, Siberia, and this is the difference. Shaman is who took the medicine, but you you don't consecrate the medicine. Shaman is just him taking the medicine, go to the other side of the of the dimension and bring the message. And they tell you what message received for you. This in this side with with the healers or priests or spiritual leaders they give you the medicine for you your own work. But for you do your own work, you need con, con, uh, space to contain because everything starts with the altar. The altar is the sacred geometry of the ritual, whatever you, it doesn't matter the ritual, but specific for the ayahuasca, you have an altar because it's a sacred geometry. It's like a map. When you are in your trip, you can back because you have a sacred geometry and you have a person who received the power to handle certain energies or certain and permission to work even with the elements they consecrate water before you drink they consecrate the medicine before you take they consecrate the space is a they even work on themselves as the line to have a good experience that like no sex, no alcohol, no drugs, no 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 bad words, good good behavior with the others, and they have their own work per years. And when they comes to you and they open the space, they have a specific words to open the space, the specific way to close the space because you are totally open in levels that normally we don't know even which levels we are open with. If, if I can say in some way, your soul, your spirit is totally exposed. And then if the end, end when that happens, you need a guardian in the, in the door of where the place it is because the guardian is the filter of the energies comes. And if you don't have a, a guardian prepared to custody, the energies can come, you can catch other energies if not good for you and that is happening all around the Caribbean like people just ordered the medicine by DHL or other ship and bring the medicine and literally put you in the middle of a small house with a speaker they give you the medicine and they leave you alone without any any secure for yourself and then this is why it's important become to a place, work with the elders and learn too. They are open to teach. They're open to, to let you know how you can improve yourself. You can, you can ask them. They are totally open because they came to time as the prophecy said, it's, uh, they will back 
when the modernity collapsed, I, I, I don't remember, or I like originally, but is when the war like uh, crashed down, or I, I'm not aware, but this collapse, they back to reestablish the war, but it's not like reestablish the building, it's just establish your, your, yourself inside of you. Each of us is a temple, and as, as a temple, we need to reborn, and that is why they back, and then they are totally open, and StarQuest is about that, give you a safe space to consecrate medicine with the elders, they can teach you how you can move forward step by step. And uh, you represent the other, the other part, like even though the elders are here, the language is some tricky to translate or, or understand because once you consecrate the medicine, have a steps will happen later because you uh, will be happy, you will be healed for all memories, like the ayahuasca helped you to heal your present, you have this experience. And after, it be, it's when the work starts. It doesn't start in the, in the ceremony. The ceremony is just the vehicle to, to open and say, oh my gosh, yeah, I understand now. And it's in that moment when the work starts. And the start quest is this, it's a safe space, when you can consecrate the medicine in a different power of um, energy, high energetic places. Puerto Morelos have a very high vibration because we have the second large receive in the world. Receive have a spiritual meaning too, meaning something for the mother earth. We don't have receive just because we have receive. Receive is a house for thousands of pieces of life. And when you can see with your eyes of your spirit, you, you can see how is right this area because it's a lot of life. Underwater, we have pristine water for I don't know how many years, clean water. And then this vibrationally for emotion are very important. And then we have spaces to consecrate the medicine here in, in water because the emotion, but you can go more in the center or a little bit to the north of Mexico to, to work with the ground, you need earth. We can go to the mountains and you work with the air. And we go to the, like close into central Mexico to work with the fire. And then we, because the volcanoes, the lava, we, we have river, of lava underground and have other vibration, very totally different. Then when oh, wonder, that sounds amazing. I wanna go. Yeah, yeah. So so you have uh, programs and retreats all over Mexico in different power places where you know determined or like defined by one of the elements mostly. And uh, what kind of medicines um, are these programs offering? Like I, I know you mentioned that obviously peyote is one of the, you know, here is the birthplace of the peyote. So I know that you do a lot of work with that particular plant. What other plants you are um, offering to the people? Uh, we, uh, have we have what they call uh, mushrooms, but we have as a name like a flesh of God, Teonanakatl, is how we call it because you literally are eating something 
can expand in a different way your your mind like your you and then you work like with the air for example and the and it's interesting because the mushroom grow i mean grow in when it's a heavy wetness but needs certain circum um certain the environment must must have certain characteristic like wet certain highness and is good to do in the mountains and then it's a uh, mushroom uh, we have uh, cambo we have the peyote the ayahuasca um, other medicine is not psychoactive but it still work on you we have some kind of uh, like beans but it's not beans it's other kind of beans but it's like a beans uh, we have uh, the Mayan acupuncture is like a putzia and the Mayans or the Mayan people can see them in the chakras, but they call Mayan called flower and it's the flower, the flower moving in your body. And then we have that medicine, even if it are not psychoactive, it's, it's, it's a medicine. We have the mascales also, it's like back to the womb of your mom with certain characteristics too. And then it's like um, um, work with the childhood, with how you born, how you, you came to this world because sometimes we like, for me, I can handle very much the cold temperature specific on my back. And sometimes when I, I can, I, I'm fine with regular temperature of water, but if cold, I, I can't. But what happened to me? Because when I born, immediately put me in a cold balance to get my weight when I was a baby, and that hurt. And then that memory became it's stuck into my mind. Then is why it's a medicine, the temascal. And then we have um, cacao. Lape. Do you have cacao? Yeah, cacao. Yeah, cacao. 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 And bufo. Bufo, yes. yes, right, rapé, as you said, so like really a big variety of medicines. So what like you specialize more on bringing people to Mexico to go to these special places and have these special experiences with the elders here? Or do you also organize if there is, let's say, a group of people in the United States and they say we would like to invite a macarame? to do a ceremony for us that that's also something that you can organize or it's it's just only for people coming to mexico um for now is people are looking for the, the place or right place to try the medicine and then i organize here in mexico first elders because it's when you come to Mexico, it's very tricky because uh, people like me, we are not a lot. We just a few people like me, like know a lot of elders, but have a good connection with them. Like we have been respectful, follow the guidance, follow the, the, the how I can say, follow the spiritual correct way to connect with our ancestors. Because even where they can be with Radica or Concheros, it's the ancestors of everyone because we we live just in one planet. Ancestors and I organize your transportation 
uh, meals designed menu to this kind of uh, quest, a place, a safe place, a team to, to, to hold the space for you, to feel secure, to feel safe, and elders will always lead the ceremony. No other people can lead, just elders, because they have, you know, work per decade to bring this knowledge to more people. And then in these opportunities, you can learn to learn. Doesn't mean you 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 back to to you to your country and you can start to do ceremonies, but you can expand the light. And a lot of things can happen. And because unfortunately, become a general generational transition because some elders start to make their his passage then just few people is receiving or following the, the permission to continue this this spiritual mission and then today in my opinion it doesn't matter where you come from it's important to start to take serious the spirituality of the humanity and then it's why was one of the concept of of, uh, of um star quest is seed it well um, i need to but star quest is not just for medicine it's for continue for young native people and people from other countries the lessons for can continue this huge labor and then star quest is a is will be some kind of opportunity for native people can um, continue doing what with their own culture and don't need to migrate or move to work in a huddle and lost other chain of, of, of the youth is what's happening right now. I have a, a couple friends, they was young people. Uh, Juan is one, but now they, uh, they was very wisdom kids. They know a lot of their own culture, but now they are working for the hotels, totally detached. I, I can see the, the, the Facebook profile, but they have cans of beer, bottles of alcohol, uh, dress with the uniform of the hotels. It, it's not, I, I won't say it's good or it's not good. They, they just detach for their own identity. And the, one of the missions of StarQuest is give the guys or the native guys the opportunity to continue on culture and expand to new people and these new people can expand where they come from and then one of the mission is rescue the youth because we have other tribe in the north of mexico called cities cities the 50 percent of this community very important are lost in drugs alcohol and other kind of um not good um life the things for the for life, the life. Then, that, is, that is wow that's that's beautiful that's so wonderful so and so needed and we're gonna put your uh, website into the description and uh, 
um, people can go to the website and look up all that you offer and I think it's it's amazing you know that it's it has this educational part so it's almost like a school as well so one last question for you because I think in the psychedelic space this is also a big topic now that some people say that people who don't come from an indigenous lineage you know they have no right to serve the medicine and some people say that actually that was about the eagle and the condor and you can be a European or somewhere and study with the elders and, and receive permission, you know, obviously after sufficient studies and experiences uh, because as you said, there is uh, not so many people practicing and, and, and that's the purpose, you know, to spread the wisdom and the knowledge. Of what, what is your perspective on, on that? On do you have to be like an indigenous native person, belong to some tribe in order to uphold those traditions? Or you think if you spiritually called to, to, to do that, you can go and learn and, and receive permission? Well, well, in this in transition, this we are living experience in these new um, changes. For me, it's old to do this spiritual work if you are not native. We need to take serious. We, we are losing our identity as, as a humanity. A lot of native tribes uh, has been deleted from the already for all um, place around the world. For me, anyone can receive the permission or the guidance if you took as serious as it is because required dedication, required time, require, requires a lot of responsibility. And doesn't matter where you come from, if you have the commitment in, in you, from your highest self, and you're born and you feel really connect to this. And I think everyone have the right if you don't let your ego leave this path. That is so important. It was the elders. I think you don't let your ego leave your spiritual path. And then for me, everyone, specific in this time have rise because we live and we're one as many mantras around the world say oh we are one we are show we are one and give permission to people receive all this culture because it's part of humanity and then for me that is my answer that everyone have the right to receive this um education to come back to the place and starting, but must be really following the guides because the elders have centuries of, they are the avatar of the ancestors like the Dalai Lama. And then if you are committed to respect that light of, of, of uh, wisdom, yeah, definitely any person can, can, can do it or can learn. In my opinion. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I really resonate with what you're saying. I 
I think it's, uh, you know, if you dedicate yourself and, and you go to the source and go to the elders. And I know many uh, white people who went with the elders and sit with them and live with them for many years, you know, and work with them for many years to, to learn things. And they received permission and they also hold very beautiful places. Uh, I think what we were talking about earlier is that we are not endorsing is that somebody going to a ceremony and then two weeks later mm. they are serving that medicine and they think that they, they get it and they understand now what's going on. So that's, yeah, that can be that definitely dangerous and irresponsible. So um, now that we are coming to the end of the podcast, I just want to give you another minute to share. What did you, like if you could summarize, like what was the most important messages and teachings that you, you received, you know, from the elders, from the medicines, from your journey that now you can pass on and share with other people? What would you say? We are the manifestation of God. We are all connected and we are the responsibility to teach our kids this um, light we hold and we need to, to keep moving in a good way in a, in a light. That is, I think, the main because now I, I have two daughters and it's a big challenge because, um, because of that I, I need to transmit this this message to them and I think it's if I can say in a phrase I think it's, it's that yeah thank you so much yeah I I do I do believe I think it would be a much better world if we would remember you know these simple things how we are all connected and we are part of that one family and focusing on what we have in common instead of what divides us and what separates us uh, I think that could be a good start, you know, to, to do some healing <laughs> of humanity. And yeah, thank you yeah. so much for coming. And uh, we're going to share your project. And, and I'm sure you're going to be back on the podcast with some more wisdom to share and blessings on your path and on this wonderful project. And big shout out to our audience. Like if you are interested to go to the authentic source you know with integrity and a safe place and you called to come to mexico then definitely connect with edgar and then you will be in the safe hands so thank you for coming brother and see you soon thank you and, uh, uh, well, one thing uh, fast. Uh, we, uh, are we are improving, improving our, our website, website. and then we're going to a little changes okay yeah, we're going to include the website and you can guys just go to the website and look for the changes and please uh, like and share this video. We are relying upon you. We're going to be back soon with another episode. And if you would, if you have any ideas, that's something that you would like to hear about. Or if you know an amazing person whose story is worth sharing here on this podcast, obviously connected to this medicine, let us know and let us know how, how did you like this conversation. So sending big love from our hearts to your hearts.